Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Kirk Elliott. This is my weekly commentary uh, for the week. I mean, the economy is slowing down big time globally. And now we're starting to get people eating their own, so to speak. So so a lot of the the big proponents of, of the Biden administration are now attacking. Right. And and we so yesterday here, here's an example. Yesterday, uh, Goldman Sachs said the <laughs> The probability of a global recession is increasing. It's like, okay, one of the dumbest comments I've ever heard, because what is a recession? It's two quarters of declining economic growth. It's like, hello, (laughs) we've had declining economic growth since early 2021 during COVID. We've got numerous quarters of economic decline. So the fact that they say the probability of a recession is higher, it's like, the probability of recession is 100% because we've been in one for, I don't know, six quarters. Okay, but six quarters-ish of economic decline is not a recession. After three quarters, you get a depression. So technically, we're in a global depression right now. But but it's more than a global depression because um, 80% of economists now are in agreement that stagflation is a huge issue. So what is stagflation? Let's break apart the word stag, stagnant, sluggish economy, slowing down. Mom and pops on Main Street are shutting down. People aren't working. They're not spending enough because interest rates are going up and inflation is persisting and they just don't have enough money when people around the globe, but really in America is what I'm talking about here, are, are living at the margin, right? So they just don't have enough money to spend. So they're, so therefore jobs are decreasing. Income is decreasing. I mean, it's all decreasing. So then the flation part of stagflation is rising prices. So this is the worst of all possible scenarios. It, it's the late seventies during the Carter years when you had crisis at the gas pumps. You had massive recession. Nobody was working. Um, interest rates were sky high. Remember in 1983 when interest rates were 18% on a 30-year mortgage? They had to do that to slow down inflation. And why did they have inflation? Because they were printing money like there was no tomorrow in an inflate-or-die scenario to get the economy cooking again, right? So, So we've got the same thing happening right now. So when you've got stagnant economy, people not working, not having enough money at the end of the month, plus rising prices, that's the worst of all possible combinations. Then we've got Credit Suisse downgrades the Dow just this morning, and they said stocks are going to continue to fall um, as earnings start to normalize. Then you've got the demand for for mortgages. This is kind of a big one because two months ago, we had a rate increase of, of quarter of a point. Last month, it was a rate increase of half a percent. This month, it was a rate increase of three quarters of a percent. So it keeps going up, right? 
a quarter, half, three quarters. This is what it's been over the last three months. That tells us that they don't have this under control. And when you've got seven or eight more rate increases still coming this year, this is the problem moving forward because the higher rates go, the more mortgage demand is going to come down, the more the cost of borrowing is going to go up. But just since the beginning of the year, mortgage demand is down 50%, 50%. The global economy, World Bank, and the IMF, like we talked about last week, when, when th- four weeks ago now, um, the IMF lowered the global growth projection to 4.1%. And then three weeks after that, just last week, the World Bank president lowered it to 2.9%. That's a 31% decrease in the growth of the global economy. I mean, that's a lot. That's a big number, right? Then you look at, at what the stock market three, let's see. Well, three weeks ago, I have to get my numbers right. We had eight weeks in a row of declining stock market returns. And then that's why that's significant. We haven't had eight weeks in a row since the Great Depression. And then you had week nine. Then you had week 10. Then you had week 11. It keeps continuing on when eight weeks is the most we've had since the Great Depression of constant economic decline. So ever since rates were increased last Wednesday at three quarters of a point, the stock market's been in a free fall. Now, yesterday it went up, right? But then today it's down another 300 points. See, this is going to continue a decline. But since rates went, since the rates went up last Wednesday, what have, what have the metals markets been doing? Well, they've been going up too, right? So, so, and you've got some up days and down days, right? It's not like it's going up every single day, but that pendulum has shifted right to the point of where now metals are on the increase again, even though they've been coming down for the last month, there's just been market sell-off on everything. People are locking in their profits. This is why there's downward pressure on all markets. But what does that do for us? When the fundamentals of the markets haven't changed and like because of the inflationary pressures, the interest rates, the, the stock market decline, the global geopolitical conflict, the political chaos – all of that causes gold and silver to go up, and none of those have actually changed. So therefore, everybody that's ringing our phones off the hook are being able to buy silver at a discounted price over the last month. This is awesome because that pendulum has shifted, and it's now starting to go up. See, our goal is to be wise and prudent investors, be in the right place at the right time, and just move forward with a smile on our face, knowing that even though our freedoms are eroding, What's not eroding our finances if we allocate properly? So, so the, the economic outlook does not look good. Perception is reality to the markets. The mortgage industry is going to get hit hard because they're smart. The mortgage industry is actually very smart because they're giving people a large chunk of change, right? To buy a house. And then they're expecting to get paid back after 15 or 30 years, you know? So, so when they look forward and they say, ooh, rates just increased one and a half percent over the last three months, what did their rates increase? About three. They're doubling because they don't see a good propensity to be paid back over time because it's a long time horizon. And that tells us that, that they don't think that the global economy is going to be very good. And they want to add even more interest rate payments, right? 
to, to actually compensate them for the risk of them giving a large amount of money to people to buy a house and then getting paid back over time. See, perception is reality. The perception is the global economy is not going to do good for a while. The inflation is, is bonkers. The inflation is insane. And, and one last thing that, that causes stock markets to come down, gold and silver to go up is, is war, geopolitical conflict. I was just reading some research yesterday. There's about nine geopolitical crises happening, whether it's in Turkey, while there, it's in Iran now and Israel, and they're starting to go at it. And we've got China and Taiwan starting to heat up. You've got Russia and Ukraine. Russia and Ukraine has turned very interesting and very ugly lately when they're basically bragging about how we're going to starve the people out because of sanctions that are put on their oil. They want to starve. Russia wants to starve out the people in Ukraine. So this is, I mean, bragging about it, bragging about it. And, and the, the words from, from Putin and his, his administration over there is, okay, famine is going to start now. It's like, what? I mean, these are just very reactionary, like mm, provocative type, provoking type terms, right? And so, so this conflict is going to increase. Conflict around the globe is going to increase. That will put more downward pressure on the stock markets, more upward pressure on gold and silver. So I want to urge everybody to allocate as much as you possibly can into the silver market right now because the supply chain disruptions, the low inventory, the inflationary pressures – it's the safest asset in the world. And our goal is to minimize risk, maximize a return. So what I got for you this week, um, put a smile on your face. Allocate into silver. It is the safest asset in the world. Call our office if you have any questions. We'll help you navigate through this and get you safely allocated. 720-263-0010 is my number. The office number is 720-605-3900. Give us a call and we'll get you on the calendar to talk to myself or one of our advisors. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.